Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hi, I'm Rich Kramer, and I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I currently serve as a Bethel elder and a West Pasco campus elder, and my wife, Marcia, and I attend at West Pasco. And we've been blessed by the Lord so much at Bethel these past 24 years. We have four grown children, including one who was adopted, and two grandchildren. Well, today we're in Mark 9, verses 2 and 3, where we see Jesus in dazzling white clothing. It says, quote, After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. Could this be called a, quote, kingdom reveal event? Jesus' full appearance in dazzling white clothes. And we also see some workings of the kingdom of God in action. I looked up the word dazzling, and it means exceedingly and gleamingly white, or blinding, like the sun. Wow. So what do you think of? Well, I thought of a not-so-dazzling experience from fifth grade. I was in a school play as a judge in a black robe and white shirt. Uh, we uh, arrived very late to the, to the school play, and 300 PTA parents were waiting for the play to begin. But I forgot to bring my white shirt, and Mr. Dewey frantically asked if anyone had one. My classmate Dan did. It was a dirty white T-shirt. I might also add it was sweaty, kind of yellowish, baggy, and stretched out about the neck. It was pretty uncomfortable the whole time, and I think I finally understood the Boy Scout motto, which is to be prepared. So, anyway, what are the implications of Jesus' dazzling clothes to us, his followers? That's what I've been thinking about. Will we also be in dazzling white clothes? And what's needed to be prepared? Because I know that from my experience with my friend Dan, soiled clothing won't work for me. In John 2, verse 2 to 3, it says, But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. In Revelation 19, 7 to 9, it says, Let us rejoice and be glad and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. She was given clothing of fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen she wears is the righteous acts of the saints. Then the angel told me to write, quote, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty glad, very glad that he's providing our clothing. But wait, it says he will use our righteous acts as the fine linen cloth. So is this a partnership? Uh, I know Hebrews 13, 3, 14 and Romans 8, 17 both say we can be partners with Christ. If the fine threads he weaves for our wedding clothing are our works of love he has not forgotten, then it seems James 1.22 takes on new weight to, quote, be doers of the word and not hearers only, 
Unfortunately, scriptures tell us what the doers are to do, and such works include, but are not limited to, actions such as trusting Jesus, praying, serving, speaking the truth in love, giving, being kind and patient, forgiving others when offended, being peacemakers, and many more, many, many more. Jesus says he rewards the faithful. You can see Hebrews eleven six and Revelation twenty two twelve on that. But speaking frankly to the church at Sardis, he says in Revelation three verse four to six, yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me, dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. That's a bit sobering. Only a few believers at Sardis walk with Jesus. The rest had soiled their clothing, likely with evil deeds. It does not say that they were damned to hell, but they weren't dressed properly and lose their victor's blessings, apparently. In returning to him, he may start by washing their feet, among other things. Well, like Dan's soiled t-shirt that I experienced, uh, it seems to me at this time of Halloween that a cobweb-covered witch or a zombie outfit probably won't count either, though it seems some have tried. Isaiah 59.6 says, quote, Their cobwebs are useless for clothing. They cannot cover themselves with what they make. Their deeds are evil deeds, and acts of violence are in their hands. So in Revelation 3.18, Jesus also says to buy gold from him, refined in the fire, so that we can get or purchase white clothes to wear and cover a shameful nakedness. Well, in summary, and simply put, walk with Jesus and be doers of the word, and then he will give us white clothing for our wedding day. We are to be partners with Jesus, and we need his power in it all. So I would like to close with Colossians three twelve to 15, where Paul says, quote, Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, Put on compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bearing with one another and, if you have a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Looks like we have our marching orders. So may the Lord bless you today. As you put on love and rely on Jesus in all situations, and it's a blessing to um, look at God's Word. God is good. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for the faith that you have given us when we, the day we came to you and trusted in you. And our eyes are on you, Lord. And thank you for giving us marching orders. Thank you for showing us through your Word what is pleasing to you. May we um, receive with gratitude the words that you give, that you say to, um, we are to obey all that you have commanded. And we know that you um, bless those who diligently seek you, and oh Lord, we are seeking you. So we thank you, Lord, for this church, for the brothers and sisters that go here, and all of our brothers and sisters elsewhere as well. Your grace is sufficient for all of us. So glorify yourself through us with your love in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.